And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the dairy industry responds to the Prime Minister's promise yesterday of compensation for concessions made in the USMCA trade deal. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352 1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Snow ending early this afternoon, then cloudy skies, high plus 5. Winds up to 15 kilometers per hour, the low minus 5. The wind chill near minus 9. Tomorrow, sunny skies with a high of 7, the low minus 4. Sunday, sunny with a high of 10, the low minus 2. Monday, cloudy skies, the high plus 8, the low minus 1. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high plus 5. Chance of evening flurries on Tuesday with a low minus 3. Wednesday, cloudy, 30% chance of flurries, the high plus 1, the low minus 5. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high near plus 4. The normal high is 14 for this time of year, the normal low minus 1. The sun rose at 7.05 this morning, it sets at 6.29 tonight. And around the province, we have Estevan at plus one this hour, Saskatoon plus six, Swift Current and Weyburn both plus one, Yorkton plus two. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's plus one, that's 34 Fahrenheit, winds are from the south, southwest at five. Humidity is 86%, the barometer is rising 101.9. Cloudy and Moose Jaw plus one, winds are calm. Once again, Regina cloudy and one, that's 34 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougal Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougalauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision, ag and lawn and garden products. Deputy Premier Gordon Wyant and Trade Minister Jeremy Harrison are heading off for a week-long trade mission to Israel tomorrow. Wyant says the trade mission will showcase Saskatchewan's world-class agriculture sector, business environment, mineral industry, and more. Well, I think one of the things that we want to do is we want to, you know, raise Saskatchewan's profile. There's certainly some opportunities to increase trade and, and, and showcase, you know, our province's ability to to meet Israeli food processing sector demands for imports. Uh, we, we export some to, uh, to Israel now, and I think that there's some great opportunities there. Certainly an opportunity, I think, to encourage uh, Israeli entrepreneurs to look to uh, uh, businesses here in Saskatchewan to expand their businesses on the continent and to learn more about uh, Israelis' global leadership when it comes to environment, uh, commercialization, entrepreneurship, and agricultural biotech. They've uh, got some significant uh, um, opportunities there, I think, for us to learn. There's been some collaboration between the University of Saskatchewan and institutes in uh, in Israel, and I think we want to continue to look to that to make sure that we can kind of continue to uh, explore uh, greater opportunities, I think, between our, our, our two economies. The mission is designed to increase agriculture trade, including the promotion of Protein Industries Supercluster, and encourage Israeli companies with cutting-edge agriculture technology to look at Saskatchewan as a place to establish a presence in North America. The trade mission will include more than 20 meetings with government officials, business, technology, and research leaders. Over the last five years, Saskatchewan's exports to Israel have grown by 30% in value. Lentils are Saskatchewan's top export to Israel, with shipments up 82% since 2013. Other top Saskatchewan exports, which reached $19 million last year, were chickpeas, canola seed, peas and beans. 
Heartland Livestock in Lloydminster has been fined a total of $100,000 after a workplace injury in 2016. A worker sustained serious facial injuries after being stuck in the face by a metal gate while trying to get a heifer into a holding pen. The company was fined under the Occupational Health and Safety Act. The Arm of Edenwald, east of Regina, has launched a website, Our Communities, Our Choice, to collect feedback and discussion with residents on the latest annexation effort by White City. Reeve Mitch Huber says it's the fifth time since 2005 that White City has tried annexation of parts of the RM. He says residents are raising some concerns about residential areas, the commercial sector, and country estate areas. The University of Saskatchewan has hired its first director of the new Livestock and Forage Centre of Excellence near Clavet, southeast of Saskatoon. Chris Ringwall is a Livestock Extension Specialist with North Dakota State University. One of his first duties will be building a team with research from three different units. Chris Ringwall will be familiar to cattle producers through his weekly Beef Talk column that appears in various publications. Researcher Kathy Larson outlines some of the research projects to be conducted at the new Livestock and Forage Research Centre. Dr. Greg Penner's research trial that just started at the end of August looks at insulin resistance in feedlot cattle. Plus we have some other projects that we've just started sowing for grazing trials that will start next year. So we look at one that uh, compares a number of different new varieties of forages that have been developed, looking at how animals prefer different varieties. And is there any sort of preference and palatability? Do we see that some overwinter better than others? So we can give recommendations to producers. That's a study led by Dr. Bart Lardner. Then there's um, additional trials being held in some of the larger pens that will involve Murray Jelinski and Cheryl Waldner and John Campbell from the vet college looking at various animal health and welfare aspects. We have another trial that's a large scale comparing annual versus perennial forage systems and then also its impacts of annual and perennial forages on the soil interface, carbon sequestration, uh, water movement, water use, greenhouse gas emissions. It's very all-encompassing and involves a number of disciplines. The Livestock and Forage Centre of Excellence will hold its official grand opening on Tuesday. Thanksgiving is synonymous with turkey, as many families will have the traditional meal at least once over this holiday weekend. Cynthia Wiersma is with Turkey Farmers of Saskatchewan. The majority of people are, are going to use their oven and they're going to do oven roasted. And even within that, there's different ways. You know, there's people putting them inside cooking bags. Some people do breast side down. I cook breast side up. It depends on how your mother showed you, right? <laughs> but now there are so many YouTube videos available on cooking all sorts of different things, and, and turkey is no different than those. People are, are watching those videos, and there's, there's lots of resources for turkey recipes online, too. There are 11 commercial turkey producers in Saskatchewan. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Saskatchewan dairy farmers are waiting to hear what type of federal compensation will be offered for concessions made in the USMCA trade deal. Yesterday, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau promised compensation because dairy farmers are giving up another 3.6% of the milk market to the U.S. Sask Milk Policy Manager Joy Smith says dairy producers are not happy to be in such a position. The sad fact is dairy farmers didn't want to be in this position. We, uh, 
dairy farmers aren't, you know, for sale. They they didn't want to be in the position of having to take compensation for a piece of their livelihood going into the future. They're, you know, it's 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 an uncomfortable thing. At this point, we don't know exactly what the government is looking at in terms of compensation. Really, the way that we're looking at it is this government has promised that they support a strong and vibrant Canadian dairy industry. And so we're looking to them at this point to say, what are you going to do to fulfill that promise? You've given up this access. You've tied our hands in a couple of other areas in terms of pricing and things like that. So what is the government prepared to do to make sure that there's a strong and vibrant Canadian dairy industry going forward? And and we don't have a dollar value attached to that. We don't even know exactly what form that will take. And so that's going to be discussions that are going to happen over the next while. And, and you know, we're going to have to see where the sides can come out on that because throwing a few dollars at dairy farmers for the loss of part of their livelihood for the rest of their careers, that shows a really fundamental difference in the attitude towards the dairy industry between politicians and farmers themselves. So you don't have a number, but I understand. And when we, you and I talked before, you had said it's hundreds of millions of dollars in losses. It's every year. Every yeah. year. So yeah. you don't have a number, though, at this stage? We don't, because, again, it's the loss in economic activity is a loss in economic activity to Canada, not just to the farmers, right? But, yes, that, that $480 million is $480 million worth of production that's not going to happen on Canadian farms with Canadian jobs or processed in Canadian processors. I mean, you know, there's there's a large gap there. So, so that's a, a per-year cost into, <laughs> well, as far into the future as you can go. How do you walk that back into today's dollars? How do you how do you deal with that? How do you keep the industry strong going forward, even though you've you've given away these abilities? Is that's a that's a longer discussion than just trying to pin down a dollar figure. How long a discussion before you would hope to see some compensation? Well, we've been told that the government wants to or wants to see the compensation in place by the time the agreement is signed and implemented between the three countries. So we would assume that's the time frame that we're that we're working with and that the government is working with. So I mean, the processors and the farmers are going to be of course available and and willing to to talk and willing to have those discussions uh at any time, but that's what I understand the government is is committing to. When would that be? Well, that's a that's a good question. I mean, we have to see the congressional wait period in the U.S., and then all three countries have to work the agreement through their their various legal uh, legal channels to to turn it into legislation and whatnot. So, I mean, the the estimates that I'm seeing is that that would be you know as early as early 2019 and as late as you know months after that. So it it really depends on all three countries' legislative processes. That's that's as much as we know. Smith says dairy producers have to move forward because a lot of jobs are at stake but are not happy to be in a position of needing compensation. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall as Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola fell a dollar fifty at four fifty nine eighty two. Oats went up four thirty six at one hundred ninety five dollars and thirty and seventy five cents. 
Number one red spring wheat rose 14 cents at 241.11. The rest were all unchanged. Durham 213.94. Feed barley 189.63. Flax $487.52. Yellow peas 227.54. And feed wheat 187.80. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, December wheat this morning is up a half cent at 5.90 and a quarter cent a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is Graham Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Late run on offer here this week. The cow market looked fully steady and so did the bull market. Mostly all that was on offer this week. A lot of the good cows are going to bring 82 to 86 bucks east in, and Shelly cows are going to bring from 70 right up to 81. Good bulls will bring a dollar two to a dollar 15. Our next pre-sort is Thursday. Looks like 2,500 for that one. Our October 16th, October 23rd, and October 30th sales. They're all full right to the top. We can take calves into November. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,500 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 148 to 159 per CKG. Today, sales are expected to be around 5,300 head, selling a range of 148 to 159 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, October 5th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 153.35, Ham's Cash 151.85, Thunder Creek Brickle 148.55 and High Life 156.74 dollars per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is steady and forward contract prices opened sharply higher this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down 41 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2900. Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.25 cents US. U.S. cash markets held their value this week, reflecting good demand from packers due to profitable operating margins. The pork carcass cutout was also steady over the last week, with gains in the pork belly primal being offset by losses in most of the other primal cuts. The market-ready hog supply has been on the low end of expectation, with this week's pace of slaughter similar to last week, but lower than levels seen last year. As for news on the African swine fever situation in China, there will be no new updates this week due to a national holiday in the country that spans the entire week. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. The Outlook... Snow ending early this afternoon, then cloudy, high plus 5. Winds up to 15 kilometers per hour, the low minus 5. Wind chill near minus 9. Tomorrow sunny, high plus 7, the low minus 4. In Regina, cloudy and plus 1, that's 34 Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.